Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, guys? Happy Monday to you. Man, we're continuing to walk through Hosea. Man, had an awesome time. Awesome time. A awesome. What am I saying? Had an awesome time last night hanging out with some of you freshmen. Maybe you're watching the Point Podcast for the first time because of this. I don't know. That last night was so awesome hanging out with you guys. And today, we're in Hosea chapter 6. And I just want to re-echo what I said the last two days is we have to understand, reading the Minor Prophets, that the language is pretty intense. The language is pretty intense reading these things because part of the role of the prophet was to see how the people of Israel are living um, contrary to the way God's called them to live. They're breaking laws. They're breaking the covenant that God gave them. And so the prophet is calling that out, calling them to repentance and basically saying, if you don't, judgment is coming. But if you do, there is hope for the believer, not because of how good the believer is, because the believer's an unfaithful wife in the book of Hosea, but because of how good God is. So that's kind of what's happening. And Hosea 6 is right along with that. It is not like the funnest, most uplifting yoo-hoo passage to read ever. It's just not. And what's interesting here is um, Ephraim, we talked about that yesterday. Ephraim could be uh, kind of correlated with Israel. You had Israel in the north, Judah in the south. Um, Israel, has been attacked a lot by the prophet Hosea here. He's talked about Israel a lot, but in this chapter, he's talking about Judah as well. He gets to the point in verse 11 where he says, for you also, O Judah, a harvest is appointed. Like, like Judah, you're not innocent in this either. You're doing the same thing that Israel has been doing. And we talked a couple of days ago about how Israel is really committing spiritual adultery against God. They're, they're not pursuing God and they're pursuing other things. They're pursuing earthly power and other idols. And so they're love is not towards God. Their love is towards other things. And there's another thing that comes out that they're doing in this chapter that is making God angry and God is speaking through Hosea to, uh, to, to account for and to I guess to call out the people as a sin. And you really see this in verse six where God is talking. And this is a powerful verse. It says, for I desire, this is God, I desire steadfast love and not sacrifices. The knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings. God says, I desire steadfast love and not sacrifices. See, what the people of Israel were doing, and man, look, if you ever think that the minor prophets are not relevant to you and not relevant to us, I hope this verse just forever negates that, okay? Because let me see if, let me tell you if this sounds any familiar at all. The people of Israel were content with just doing religious ritual things, they were, you know, making sacrifices. They were doing that. They were, you know, killing animals, sacrificing to God. They were having festivals. They were all this stuff. But what God says is he says, I don't desire sacrifices if you're not going to love me. Like if you're not going to love me with steadfast love, then your sacrifices honestly don't mean all that much to me at all. God says in the next line, he says, I would rather know you personally, have a one-to-one relationship with you. I'd rather know you personally than receive all your burnt offerings and your festivals that you have for me. It's this amazing picture where the people are doing the right things, right? They're they're having rituals. They're making sacrifices. They're coming to church on Sundays. They're watching podcast devotionals. They're coming to youth on Wednesdays. Does this sound familiar at all, right? They're doing all these things, but there's no love for God there. It's just they're doing what they're doing because it's what they've always done. It's what they're supposed to do, but yet there's no steadfast love for God. And God says, look, if you don't love me, then I don't care about the other stuff. 
Like if you don't love me throughout Monday through Sunday, then why am I going to care if you lift your hands and worship me on a Wednesday if there's no other part of your life that's pursuing me and loving me? And so because of this, this is part of the reason that God's judgment is falling upon Israel. And so, I mean, I don't know about you, but that makes us need to check ourselves, doesn't it? Like, okay, am I just doing things, right? Am I, am I just doing them to do them because it's what I'm supposed to do, because it's the religiously right thing to do? Or, man, do I really have just an uncontrollable love for God? I mean, do I really love him? Am I pursuing him? And, and out of pursuing him and out of wanting to know him more, of course I'm going to do everything the word tells me to do. Of course I'm going to be in church. Of course I'm going to lift my hands. Uh, of course I'm going to dive into the word. Of course I'm going to do all these things. Not because out of ritual obedience, but because I love God. And because of my love for him, I'm going to discipline myself to do these things. See, Israel had just gotten in the rut of just doing things because it's what they're supposed to do. And God says, look, I, it reminds me of a passage in Amos that will hit. Let's see, Hosea, Joel, Amos will hit Amos in a few weeks is where God says, look, I despise your religious festivals. I despise all that stuff because you're doing these festivals, but you don't really love me. So the question today for us, for you, for me is, man, am I doing this stuff because I love God? Or am I doing this stuff just because it's what I'm supposed to do? Man, what a question for us to think on today. And so I promise hope is coming. Hope is coming because remember, God is the faithful one in this book who will not leave his people behind. He will not leave them even though they're being unfaithful to him. But but don't rem remember that chapter 6 and chapter 5 and chapter 4 exist in the bigger narrative of Hosea's story. That Hosea's story is, is not a depressing one. It's a hopeful one where God's saying, if you return to me, then I will heal you. I'll restore you. I'll redeem you. So don't get bogged down in the depressing challenges of chapter 6. Hope is coming. But while we're in chapter 6, we need to wrestle with that question. Man, am I doing things because I love God? Or am I doing ritual, spiritual things just because it's what I'm supposed to do? Man, what a question for us to ask today. I love you. See you tomorrow for Hosea chapter 7. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.